Okay, we are gonna do this. You don't think we're gonna do this? Well, you're wrong, because we're absolutely doing it. That's right. Folks, this is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick Flanagan. I am living the dream currently. Partly because it's already 1 a.m. Pacific, which means it's like 4 a.m. Eastern. Gosh knows what time in Japan, Africa, wherever you might be listening to me. Um, so it's the dream time. A lot of people are mid-dream right now. I'm here. I'm in a little office area. There's a dog. There's always a dog. Where is here, you might ask? Hang on a second. Here is, strangely, the city of Glendale in Los Angeles, California. I am doing a momentous thing by my standards. I am here for the first time in five years since I packed up and got out of Los Angeles because my visa ran out. And then I started this podcast, which I guess means the podcast is like almost at its five-year anniversary. This is my first time back in L.A. And it's cool. It's all right. It's somewhat the same as I left it. As much as anything is the same uh, in 2023 as it was in 2018. And uh, it all just kind of came about. I'm taking care of my friend's dog, Dusty. If enough people ask, I will post pictures of Dusty. Dusty's nice. Dusty's cool. I had to stop the podcast for a minute and get up and kind of see if Dusty wanted to go into the house proper. And she didn't. Now she's just wandering around out back. And there's creatures. So she better be okay. She's a big dog. And frankly, the fences here are big. So I don't think she has any threats in this backyard. But gosh, you gotta worry about the animals when you're in L.A., the pets. I passed by a house here. A gorgeous black cat. Looked like the size of... It looked like a fighter. And it was just sitting like it owned the place in front of a house. And I was just thinking how many lizards I saw also on this. And then there's bobcats and possums and, of course, coyotes. Coyotes. Coyotes? Coyotes. So this cat better be strong because I don't want it getting in any trouble. Everyone's mad at outdoor cats. They're like, the cats kill the birds and wreck the environment. And I'm like... Yeah, it's true, but let's say we never domesticated cats. Wouldn't they still be doing the same thing? Out there killing birds? Think about it. Is is our purpose as humans to keep cats away from birds? Think about it and email me your thoughts. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com Yeah, can you believe I'm here? Oh my god. It was like a two-month period of sorting myself out and then being able to go, I can come. I can make it. I can do this. I'm here for a decent amount of time. Two weeks. Will I interview people? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, How's my brain? I don't know. Fine. 
it's been a bit of a hectic. I got in on it's it's Friday night that I'm recording this, and I got in on Monday night, so it's been about four days here. And um, of course, I envisioned something completely different once I was like alone in a little house with a dog. I was like, oh, you're gonna write, and you're gonna get up, and you're gonna, you know, mostly do house stuff. And it's like, no, you have all. I have all these friends. So since I got here, I went on the the best show uh, with Tom Sharpling. So you could listen to that this week, if it if you're you're not listening to this the week of June twenty fourth. Um, it's the episode that has Chris Fleming on it, and I went there with my friends uh, Scott Rogowski and, and Lizzie Cooperman, both of whom have been guests on this podcast back in back in the days when we had guests. This has pretty much been a guest free year. Uh, but I think that'll change. And uh, yeah, that so that was Tuesday. Like I, le- I, I, I got acclimated to the house and then I went straight to do the best show. Then I went to some re- bar restaurant called Fred 62 that I hadn't been to in Los Feliz. And then the next day I, I was, I think I, I did house stuff and then I went over and I had, I met up with some other friends of mine. And then yesterday, I wound up seeing friends of mine like three different times in the day. And I was then today, it was just nothing. Today, the dog woke me up early. I took her out, came back, and, it was, and then basically did not do much for the rest of the day. I ordered, I never do, I never do this. I ordered Uber Eats. I said, you know, I haven't had a taco yet since I've been to L.A. That ain't right. If I were if I were a smarter person, I would have just driven down to the taco truck down down in Eagle Rock. It's about eight minutes away. But no, no, that's not my style. What I did was I went on Uber Eats and I spent too much money and I got mid-level tacos. They were good, but it's not like a taco truck. Because I, I, these these food places always, you know, these apps, they always move. They always get the businesses they talk to. It's like they're not talking to the taco trucks. They're talking to the guy who learned how to make tacos on the Internet, made a list of all the apps to immediately connect his business to, and we're off to the races. But I had guac, and I've been craving some fresh guac. You haven't lived till you've had L.A. guac. It is weird, like, I'm, I'm staying near my old neighborhood, my friends are living around the neighborhood, I'm, I, you know, I'm seeing my friends who live, are still here after five years, so all that feels like, okay, not much has changed, and then they have kids, some of them have kids, those kids are five years older, and a five-year difference for a kid is like 30 years for an adult, you know? You hear that? Do you hear that? What do you think it is, a plane or a helicopter? I'm saying plane. I think it's a plane. I don't think it's a submarine. In my experience, submarines are not in the sky. Lucy is, stars are, and planes. Those are the three things in the sky. Anyway. 
So these kids would be like one year old when I left, last left them. Next thing you know, they're six. They like Paw Patrol. They're too old for Paw Patrol. One kid, 11, 12 years old. I come back, 17 years old. They're, you know, this, this kid's probably got more skills than I do, judging from what education is like these days. Very good. Education is better than ever. In my experience. Plus I'm in Glendale. So it's like the suburbs. Which is sort of like what I, the place I was staying when I lived here. LA is very interesting this way. You live in like a suburban setting. But you go to like all of these different places. All the time. So it's not like living in a small town where you're in suburbs. And then you come in and you go to like one place. It's like if you had to go to like two different the downtown core of two different cities in one day, three times or something. It's, yesterday I was like, maybe I'll go to this thing at the Troubadour. You know, the classic, legendary rock club, the Troubadour. Then I realized, no, that that's like, it's like two cities away, practically. I'm not doing that, I'm going to stay in. I'm petting Dusty right now, it's making me feel good. I really do. If I'm going to credit... Getting through the last five years with my brain intact. Animals have to be on the list. Whether it's Manny the gray cat with the big paws. Dusty here, he's got eyes with two different iris colors. Charlie the Italian greyhound, the list goes on. Their soft fur has kept me from many a dark thought. And if it, is, and if it hasn't, prevented a dark thought you know what i do i get on the podcast airwaves and i i i get that dark thought out to you who are the second reason why it's been possible to get through these last five years thank you for listening to this podcast i appreciate it i know it's far from weekly at this point i've reduced there have been service cuts I had a producer, and he's not doing that anymore, and having a guest for a while, but these things are temporary. All things must pass. I have faith in a better schedule for this show in the new year. And if you can't tell, I'm basically talking to the dog right now. The dog's pee shy. Ever heard of such a thing? Take her out, and she's like, really takes her time before peeing. If I, I really think the dog thing where they just go out and pee almost immediately, that's preferable. That's the you, you never want. I'm an anxious person. Just get your things out of the way. I'll keep walking you. Take you on your merry journey, but just do the do the voiding of your system first. We'll get that out of the way and we'll have a great day. Otherwise, I'm walking you and I keep thinking, when are they going to do it? When am I going to have to do this horrible thing involving a bag? And I'm not talking about shopping. Huh. Um, yeah, America. L.A., it's, it's... I'm so used to when I lived here that, like, I don't really remember I'm not in Canada just talking to people. And I have to just keep reminding myself someone's armed nearby. There's somebody who's armed. And uh, so don't step on their property. 
I've done so much of that in Canada. <clears throat> Stepping on property, getting mad at people. I'm not going to do that here. You can't, you don't know what they're rocking. Let me tell you, over there in Canada, I should I should apply that line of thinking as well. People are, people are acting like mad, mercenary jokers all across the land. Speaking of mercenaries, I guess there's like some mercenary group of soldiers that's like trying to march on the Russian capital right now. They were fighting for Russia and now they're turning around and trying to take down Putin. Who knows? This is what the news is today. That and the submarine. The story right now, the hot topic, is about this submarine that was going down to the very bottom of the sea to find the wreck of the t t Titanic. Five hardy souls got on board. They went down in the depths, and they were lost. Everything sort of happened over a few days. There was a banging sound heard, and now it is assumed that this submarine imploded, ending the journey for these five people. And uh, if you were dealing with this on the internet, you were getting... You're getting all the people who really, really hate rich people <laughs> to weigh in, to, to really just mercilessly mock this whole situation. And look, I get it. It's, it's not coming from being a bad person. I'm not going to shame your response if you did have some laughs. It was people who spent a lot of money to go down to the bottom of the sea to find the Titanic. It was helmed by a person who thought that, you know, telling him to worry about safety was a loser's way of thinking. And that if you're too worried, you're not going to get to see the Titanic pieces. Okay, that's weird that he did that. My friend was kind of comparing it to the Challenger explosion, which I get. There are people who are just viewing this as some human beings who are trapped down somewhere. And what's going to happen? And it's sad that they die. But uh, I think it's a bit more complicated than that. People are very upset this is getting more coverage than... Refugees uh, who recently, migrants who recently died in a very unnecessary accident trying to cross into a country. People are mad that there are people with so much money that they can just go see the Titanic when there are other people who are like, hey, it'd be nice if I could pay off my credit card. Eh? It's a combination we're seeing right now of gallows humor, you know, like neutral gallows humor, someone who has no actual opinion on any of it. They're just doing gallows humor. Gallows humor. Named after when you would be in the gallows and you'd have to joke about it. Guess I'm going to have a hump by the end of this. And not the good kind. What is it, Wednesday? By the, Are you guys letting it out? Are you guys letting me out on, on the gallows on Wednesday? Because I'm going to have a hump at that point. Hump. It's going to be hump day for me. 
I've been in the gallows so long that I had a hump, and it's Wednesday, which is hump day. You get it. Um, <laughs> FOMO? <laughs> Do you think there's some FOMO in the people kind of uh, making fun of the, the submarine people? Like, I'm mad that you have to be rich to go see the remains of the Titanic. Perhaps mad that imploding sounds like one of the <laughs> quickest possible deaths. Uh, and of course, mad at the socioeconomic system that allows all of this to go on and on. Mad at entertainment that focuses on a good story rather than, I don't know what, a story that has more importance. All I'm saying is there will be a slight cottage industry around what happened to this submarine for the next few years. We're going to find out about swindling. We're going to find out about the lives of all the people who were on this. We're going to learn about submarines. We're going to live, learn about the deep blue sea. So get ready to learn, folks. If there's anything we can take out of this situation, it's education. Um... You know, I think when I get home, I'm going to start a business. I have a really good side, 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 side hustle planned. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, it, it's, it's the tail end of garage sale season right now, heading into to July. Really, there are some garage sales in August, but I would say June, early July, and then September are like the garage sailed the garage days so you might be having a garage sale or perhaps you might want to have a garage sale but you might look at what you've got going on inventory wise and say gosh this really isn't going to be a very good looking garage sale enter me and my company we will stage your garage sale so you'll have your items for sale but then we'll also put some of our items up for sale and now we get the money for those items if they sell. And there is also a fee for staging. So what do you think? I gave you an email address earlier, weeklypodcast.gmail.com. You're welcome to uh, get this company um, working for you. So just to reiterate what the idea is, you want to have a garage sale. You don't have enough things to have an impressive garage sale. And that's where me and the company come in and we bring things and we put them down. We stage the garage sale. We make it look nice. Maybe we'll have a cardboard sign of some sort. Post-it notes with prices on the items. For an extra fee, we can source tables. Um, for an extra, extra fee, we'll rent someone else's lawn that's better than yours. And have the garage sale there. What do you think I should call it? Garage guys. No, that's so 1960s. We have to be progressive. Garage people. The sale gang. Sail away. Inc. Inc. Oh, I like that. Sail away Inc. S-A-L-E, of course. Sail away Inc. Get me the domain... We're going to do this. It's going to be really, really fun. It's not going to be really fun. It's going to be really, really fun. 
<laughs> My voice started giving out there. Got that 1 a.m. voice. Um, yeah, so that's one of my intents when I get back home from this. I have a show here, but I don't have a lot of shows. I have a show on June 26th here in L.A. Uh, it's called Tasting Menu. I've posted about it on my Instagram. You can check out the information there. <clears throat> As of right now, I don't have anything else booked. I think I'm just going to treat this like a little bit like a vacation, slash taking care of a dog, slash all the things that aren't stand-up I'll probably still work on. But... Uh, I'm not going to bust my beans trying to do shows on short notice in the city. I've been through that before. Let me tell you what happens if you do shows in the wonderful cities of Los Angeles and Toronto uh, and, and New York, but you don't have any other plans or you're not living there. Nothing. Nothing happens. You do the shows. They're fun. You make friends with some comics. That's great. Um, maybe make some new friends. But... Like, in terms of it making a difference in your career, something could happen that allows for that. But a lot of the time, that's just not how it works. So I'm not worrying about it, even though I'm talking about it slightly anxiously. And you might be able to detect a little bit of, I wish I could, in my voice. And part of me does. But a larger part of me accepts whatever the outcome will be and is going to have a good time. I'm going to go to a flea market. I'm going to try to record another episode. I'm going to, I don't know, I don't really, I'm just going to relax. You know, I mean, not doing anything for a lot of today, it just made me feel some type of way. Just, just unproductive, like I was not making the most of my time. You know, because I went to Uber Eats. It's 30 bucks. No matter what you get, it's probably going to be around 30 bucks, if you're lucky, with any of these ordering apps. Eh, that's money I could have used um, at a donut shop. That's money I could have used working on my screenplay at a coffee shop. That's money I could have used going to the L.A. Zoo. Instead, tacos. I've got an electric car. I don't even have gas money this trip. This is a wild situation. This, this could be a real twist in the whole Nick's always cat-sitting and dog-sitting thing. Suddenly, I'm international. But what's driving me crazy that I just found out about is there is an app. There's some kind of like Airbnb-esque app where people are like trying to do house swaps. We're saying, you know, like, we're going on vacation, come to the house, walk the dog, feed the cats, clean the house, repair the deck, and you get to stay here for free. And it's like, come on. You know we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, lodging's expensive, but if you're, like, taking care of a animal in a house or something or watering plants all the time like that might that's like harder than just being in a hotel I don't know I haven't figured it out it's another morally cloudy thing I just wish people would be like you know yeah stay here take care of our dog if we're not going to pay you we'll do you some nice favors 
not just take care of my stuff. I had a situation once where people thought I was like, they were doing me a favor, let me, letting me stay stay there, like I didn't have a house or something. But I did. I did. I didn't need to stay at this place. It was in my own city. People are weird. You know who's the weirdest? Me. That's why I'm an alternative comedian who performs at his leisure. But man, I can... I, I don't know what it is. You know, it's tough. I know one thing. It's not a great week. This is the week that marks the one-year passing of the great Nick Nemiroff. Recently, we celebrated uh, the 50th birthday of, of Dallas Good, who also died. But yeah, Nick. So Nick's been on everyone's mind uh, from his circle, I think, a little bit this month. And all I can say is, like, when something that sudden happens to him and to Dallas, too, um, but Nick was especially young, and there, it was just really sudden, and, uh, there's no, there's, like, no articulation of, like, the extent of the loss. I can't really explain it much better, but it's just so... Strange to think about and heartbreaking, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so like all my love to the Nemiroff family, I have actually improved the audio now of the interview that I did with Nick in late 2021 that I haven't put out, and I'm, I'm hoping I can put that out this coming week. So I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, I don't know if it's a strange way to kind of view it, but like, All we can hope when we, all I can hope, um, is that people passing, like, somehow, people dying, kind of like, somehow disperses their energy, all of their good back into the world and it flows into the people breathing. So I'm hoping. Take a little bit of that Nick Nemiroff drive. Apply it to my own life. He was he was someone I always looked to uh, familiarly and uh, as an older person because um, I first met him when he was probably definitely when he was a teenager and then again when he was just in college. So I always viewed him that way. But the truth is, he was really really focused on working on his stuff, his act and his ideas and his jokes and et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, he really revolved his life around it. And I don't know if I'm that dedicated, but I do know that I can try and apply that energy to my renaissance man lifestyle and uh, trying to be part of a group of people that are honoring him what can I say that's my low energy moment of tribute for a pal wish you were here to make jokes about the submarine (laughs) I feel like now that I've kind of gotten to the topic of Nick let me cut this one a little short 
I'm aiming, as I always say, to get the next episode out much sooner. And uh, so I'll leave you on this. And um, whatever you're going through, you'll probably make it through. And you're doing great. Thanks for listening. See you later. Plan again. Weekly.